Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Trevor Mangle. Trevor Mangle is the founder and CEO of CloudDesk, a startup building the first decentralized infrastructure for creator marketing. He spent the first half of his career as an early employee and global team lead at two growth stage advertising technology companies, Pubmatic and Criteo, both of which went on to IPO. In 2015, he joined Horizon Media, where he developed programmatic advertising solutions for Fortune 500 brands, including Burger King, Capital One, Hyundai, LG, and Geico. Most recently, Trevor was the chief business officer for e-commerce living streaming solution, Stage 10. Well, good afternoon, Trevor. Welcome to the show. Brian, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. This is awesome. I appreciate it. Again, I traverse 40 countries and growing around the globe, and it's always awesome to meet somebody new. Even though it's virtual most of the time, I love this stuff. So we're going to jump right into the questions, Trevor. Got an amazing background, your career in marketing, business development. You were a director and now the co-founder and CEO for CloudDesk. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Absolutely. And I think it, it's when it comes to a career, it's you know more about the journey than the destination. I launched my first startup straight out of college. Unfortunately, it didn't work out, but I learned a lot and primarily that I had a lot of learning to do and I had some direction on where to find it. So I really set out and spent the first eight years of my career in New York City working with other early stage startups, learning the ropes, seeing what they were doing well, what they were not doing well. Luckily, got a lot more of the, the former than the latter. Both startups that I worked at, Curtio and Pubmatic, went on to IPO. And I think really drawing on the excellence that I saw from my colleagues and leaders at those two companies really positioned me well to start CloudDesk for my own. You know, at the end of the day, before starting a company, it's really about trying to solve the right problem. and. Within the creator economy, there are a multitude of issues, but the, the most, I guess, difficult or challenging of them being that today, if you're a creator, to work with a brand requires countless hours of back and forth on email, exchanging rates, spreadsheets, trying to coordinate over what content needs to be produced, how it needs to be produced, when it needs to be produced by, negotiating rates, sending contracts. It's a really time-consuming process. And quite frankly, it's the same, if not even more complex for brands who today, instead of working with a handful of larger marketers or creators are working with dozens, if not hundreds at a time. And so just to, to manage all of this process is of course a headache and requires you know, multiple full-time staff members on both sides just to handle. And you know, for me, this issue stuck really close to home now. My spouse is a professional creator. She has been for the past eight years. And when working with these other startups and speaking with her about her day-to-day -day business, it was really difficult for me to, you know, come home at the end of the day and, and hear about how many obstacles she was facing. And my spouse is one of the most organized and type A people I know. So to see her overwhelmed with her workload, despite this was perplexing to me. So I, I dove into the issue and ultimately, you know, realized that, you know, because I have this unique expertise in programmatic media and protocols to facilitate media buys and transactions, I was positioned to develop a solution for her and, and her friends. And that's really how CloudDesk got its start. So I would say that, you know, it's not about the end destination that it took the journey of, you know, almost a 10 year career to get to this point. But at the end of the day, 
building something for the person I love and doing it to help her and her friends is what's kept me motivated through the, the roller coaster ride, which is in which are startups. That's awesome. First of all, you shared your experience and you know how you had to fail in order to learn to succeed, right? But at the end of the exactly. day, we're all trying to solve a problem here. And, and that's been really the main theme of what I hear when I talk to guests on this show as well. So thank you so much. I do appreciate that. Trevor, talk to us about your platform, Cloud Tesk, right? We talked a little bit about it, but how is changing the future for creator marketing? Well, that's a, that's a great question, Brian. And so content marketing is projected to be worth over $19 billion in the next five years, where brands and advertisers once relied on you know traditional publishers and media outlets to get their message out there and to help promote products. Young people today are turning more and more to social platforms. It's not just Facebook or even Instagram anymore, but TikTok, short form video content. And these authentic thought leaders are really driving marketing results for the biggest brands. And on the other hand, you have brands starting to also realize that the product extends beyond just the object or the service that they sell. But part of a brand's experience is the overall community that they nurture. And in order to do that on both fronts, you need to find the thought leaders, the influencers within your community and help bring them, help nurture them towards your product. And even, I guess, more authentically, it is so much better to find people who already use and love your product to promote it than people who are, for instance, you know, paid actors uh, or commercial actors. It's also much more efficient play in terms of what it costs to hire a studio, to produce an entire piece of content end to end versus, you know, outsourcing that to a hundred or 200 of your most vocal and most influential advocates. So this mindset is shifting from, you know, this, this world of highly produced, you know, super expensive, massive media buys to a, a more niche, individualized, personalized experience that, that is being created by, you know, the, the best advocates and promoters for a product, which is, you know, customers themselves and the most influential among them. And so traditionally, that process of coordinating with the single influencer, as I mentioned a bit before, is fraught with complexity. And the effort to contract, to make a deal, to acquire, procure content from, you know, one influencer, regardless of whether they have 100 million followers and a full-time staff or 1,500 or 5,000 followers is exactly the same. So from a resource perspective, previously, it had only been worth that time to actually invest uh, a budget or to, to work with a, a massive, a very large influencer to create sponsored content. Now, today, what CloudDesk helps enable is for that budget to, to reach smaller, and we call them like the middle class of, of creators. And rather than, than having to allocate budget specifically to one or two of these massive, massive influencers, brands and marketers are now able to distribute that budget amongst dozens, if not hundreds of creators. And at the end of the day, it's driving better marketing results for them. Where someone with 10 million followers, for instance, may be driving a you know 0.5 to 1% engagement rate, folks with a smaller following, a more niche audience are more connected with their community members. It's not just a uh, like a relationship between a publisher and audience members. It's actually a community. 
And so brands are able to tap into these communities. And when they do so, the results are an estimated six to 10 times better in terms of engagement. So it's really resonating even more so when smaller and niche creators are sharing a brand's message with their communities, as opposed to a massive or celebrity influencer sharing the same content with their, their millions and millions of followers. Thank you, Trevor. Appreciate the share on that. Again, we live in this very disruptive day and age where innovations and technology is completely disrupting the business and, and making things change literally in a blink of an eye, it seems, in the, just in the last few years. So I appreciate the share. And Trevor, of kind of a segue into the next question then is you're obviously leveraging some new or emerging tech within your business or platform. Is there anything you might be able to share with us today? Absolutely, Brian. And so really at the heart of Clepdesk's infrastructure is this protocol that we have really spent the past two years developing in R&D. And so traditionally, one of the stickiest or most painful parts of this entire transaction between creators and their marketing clients comes down to negotiation. And when you think about it, most creators, especially those who don't have legal teams, uh, for them, it's really difficult to understand a 12-page contract that's full of, of legalese. And so what we've done is we've deconstructed those contracts and effectively codified them into a protocol that contains 110 different negotiable parameters and that's capable of producing over 10 million variations uh, of these contracts that are exchanged between creators and, and brands. And so not only does Clapdesk allow our, our clients and customers and users to collaborate and, and create those contracts and execute them, but we're also taking the, the data that we're, we're hosting on the platform from the contract composition and using that to automate the back office and administrative tasks that have taken both parties, you know, hours each day to accomplish. And these are things like sending email reminders when payment is due or requesting content for approval. The simple tasks that oftentimes are the most tedious or the most burdensome, we can use technology to automate. And both creators and our marketing clients absolutely love that, that fact and are getting really a better relationship because of that, because they can focus on the strategic elements of making a campaign great, of developing the relationship further, and of working with, with more and higher quality creators. Now, moving forward, I think there's something really interesting that we've just discovered within the past few months. And I guess to sort of set that up, when you think about it, legal agreements really have not changed in, in three millennia, right? First, it was papyrus and pigment, then it was paper and ink, and now contracts most contracts, even those that are digitally signed, are literally digital pictures of you know what was once on paper and ink. It, it's pretty absurd. What should be the source of truth for how work is done requires three years of legal education and you know maybe even passing the bar exam just to make sense of. And understanding legalese and having to deal with an overwhelming amount of, of back office and administrative work isn't a problem that's exclusive to creators. Like we've realized that. The technology that we built is applicable far beyond, you know, influencer brand relationships, but has the opportunity to revolutionize and automate the administrative work for freelancers, independent workers, and their clients they work with. And that's something that we find really exciting. Thank you, Trevor. Appreciate that. And we like to kind of get into the nuts and bolts of the tech. We are a tech publication and we, like I say, get jazz and we have a large audience that loves this stuff as well. So thank you. And Trevor, last question. If you could briefly share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in either entrepreneurship or marketing. So I think in all cases, 
um, and not just for within entrepreneurship or marketing, but you know, early on, it helped me immensely to prioritize learning and experiences over over salaries. And I think especially for people entering the workplace today, there is a lot of pressure to go and you know work for a fan company to get that stamp of approval on your resume. But at the end of the day, for me, I've learned that prioritizing things that I guess enable you to tell good stories to future employers or future investors or future employees has always served to be more beneficial for me. Your career and no career takes a straight path to its destination. I think a lot of people also think, you know, they see this destination in mind and they try to take the most direct path to get there. But ultimately, you will learn along your entrepreneurial journey, along your career journey, that it's the experiences in between where you are today and your destination, which will ultimately help you arrive to the best place for you. And, you know, being present and listening for those signs and signals when they're there is is huge. You know, if you had asked me 10 years ago, whether I would be founding an infrastructure platform to help facilitate more efficient influencer marketing transactions, I would have said, what the heck is influencer marketing? But the combination of experiences that I've had over the past 10 years has positioned me perfectly to build this company. And uh, that's something that you know, going back and forth to different companies, working my way through the you know supply chain of programmatic media that I never would have known that at the time. But I'm so grateful for having had those opportunities because they gave me a fresh perspective on what we're building now. And quite frankly, I wouldn't be here today if I had not been able to have those experiences. I, I value them immensely and also the people who I was able to work with and learn from along the way. That's awesome. And this is what I call the gems or the nuggets of the podcast is each guest gets to share their experience and contribute back to, again, a global audience here and helping others. And I truly believe in helping others as well. So Trevor, thank you so much. And it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Brian, thank you so much for having me. I'll be back soon. Take care. Bye for now. 